The Washington Commanders start off with that burgundy and gold W as they beat the Arizona Cardinals 20 to 16 at home. We've got your instant reaction here on Ref the District. Let's go. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Ref the District here on the Believe Network. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the stoner, and this is your instant reaction of the Washington Commanders 20 to 16 victory over the Arizona Cardinals. Stoner, this was a victory we expected, mm -hmm. but not quite how we predicted. What did you think of this 20 to 16 victory? Well, you know, it was sloppy at times, especially offensively, but I know it's kind of a, a lame cliche, but it is the NFL and any victory is valuable. So a dub is a dub. They had a lot of chances to score a lot more points and to make us all feel a little bit better, but they did what they had to do. And they squeaked by in the second half. They were down at halftime and ended up having a really strong second half, especially defensively to pull out a 20 to 16 win. You can't be too mad about it. Make the adjustments and on to next week. I don't know. Arizona was only predicted to get four wins. So I think there's going to mm. be plenty of people not happy with sure. this victory, but you're right. A W is a W, mm -hmm. especially when it's a burgundy and gold one. Now you mentioned Washington being down at the half yeah. large in part, thanks to the poor play of Sam Howell. Yeah. Given up an interception and a fumble that was recovered for a touchdown. Yeah. This is a young, you know, sophomore player here for Washington, mm -hmm. not having the greatest game, even though he ended up with a touchdown pass and a rushing touchdown that led Washington to victory. Yep. What did you think of Sam Howell's play this game? Yeah, it wasn't great. I, I don't want to get too down on him uh, so early, being that this is his first kind of real game because that game last year wasn't necessarily a real game. I get it. It was, but. But he finished at 19 for 31 for 202 yards. You talk about the two scores, one through the air, one on the ground, two turnovers, one on through the air and one on the ground. And that second one, of course, was the touchdown just before the half that Arizona scored on the sack fumble. That's the only touchdown that they scored, uh, Arizona, the entire game. Mm -hmm. But I, I thought he was shaky. He, he looked confident, but, man, he's given up too many sacks, six sacks that they uh, they got on him that's just too many yes it's offensive line for sure that's an issue but as we've talked about i don't know for three months eric the enemy has to figure out how to scheme around that bad offensive sure. line but i well, thought sam howell was shaky good enough but that sort of play nathan is not going to cut it when you start getting into the meat of the schedule yeah, absolutely. You're talking about the offensive line perhaps struggling there. When you have six games to go up against the Eagles, the Giants, the Cowboys, mm -hmm. those are some strong defensive lines that are going to give your oh, offensive yeah. line fits. You don't want to see that against the Arizona Cardinals, which don't have quite the dominant line that those other teams do. Mm -hmm. Plenty of games ahead of the schedule that we're going to be breaking down here. And as far as those sacks are concerned, we're yeah. going to take a look at that on our day after reckoning. I want to see, was the Sam Howe holding onto the ball too long? Was this the offensive line not doing what they needed to do? So we'll be doing that on our day after reckoning. So make sure you check that out here with uh, our ref, the district channel, and mm -hmm. that'll be coming up here. Continuing on, you mentioned the defense did not let up a touchdown yeah. against Arizona. The only touchdown came off of that fumble recovered for a 
touchdown. Yep. What did you think of the Jack Del Rio defense starting off the year? Pretty strong here. Well, this is, uh, we've talked about again many times that this is the top 10 defense last year in most metrics. And then they went out and spent their first round pick on a defensive player in Emmanuel Forbes. And they, they completely dominated this game. The seven points that uh, Arizona scored was on, like we said, on that sack fumble. Another three points came off of Sam Howell's interception where they didn't even move anywhere, but they were in field goal range. So that's 10 points right there. This defense basically gave up two field goals the entire game, and they were opportunistic. They had a couple of turnovers in the second half. They were just really good, and in the second half, I dare to say, I think they were great. They only gave up 210 yards the entire game, or 3.6 yards per game, and they made Joshua Dobbs look like Joshua Dobbs, and which is what they needed to do. So defensively, I thought they were awesome. Well, the defense was being anchored by Montez Sweat. As Chase Young was out, Montez Sweat had himself a pretty darn good game. Uh, Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen doing what we expect from those two. What did yeah. you think of Montez Sweat with his second half with that forced fumble as well? Yeah, and, and he had two, two tackles for losses. Montez Sweat, Montez Sweat dominated the line of scrimmage in this game. And this is why a lot of people said, this is the guy you need to pay, that he deserves that big contract. He keeps playing like this. He's going to get $25, 26000000 million a year at the end of the year, hopefully for Washington, but maybe for somebody else. But yeah, he was uh, he was fantastic uh, the entire game. He was abusing their linemen. He was making these great tackles. That sack fumble turned the game around. It absolutely turned the game around in the second half. Washington went on to kick a field goal, I believe, after that. I don't remember specifically. Maybe yeah, that was their was touchdown. The goal. Yeah. yeah, so he dominated. He was the most visible and most disruptive force defensively for this team the entire day. Thought he was great. Yeah, well, a lot of eyes were on first-round pick for Washington, Emmanuel Forbes. We didn't mm -hmm. call his name a lot during our play-by-play -play and commentary yeah, uh, yeah. section, but we did get to call it there at the end as he did a pass breakup. Champ Bailey, whose jersey I'm wearing right now, he got three interceptions his rookie year against the Cardinals. Emmanuel Forbes not doing that, but what did you think of the young rookies play this, uh, this game? Yeah, I thought he did exactly what he needed to do this game. You didn't hear of any receivers uh, having big games against him. He had a tackle for loss. Of course, he had that pass breakup at the at the end on fourth down, which was huge. He did exactly what he's supposed to do. Really, the entire defense did. I mean, Jonathan Allen showed up. Deron Payne was everywhere. James Smith-Williams, where did he come from? I mean, we've talked about Strong it for a couple showing of years. to stay on that 53 and be a guy who Washington will sign on because they don't have any defensive ends on the, uh, the roster next season. Really. Yeah. But, but also let's not forget about our guy, Cam Curl. Cam Curl was everywhere. He was in the backfield. He was uh, pressuring that the extension's quarterback. coming soon. He was everywhere. He, he was awesome. He had 10 total tackles, eight of them solo one behind the line. He had a couple breakups. One, he should have had a uh, an interception near yeah. the goal line. Oh, beautiful dive half. towards the ball on that one. Yeah, Cam Curl was fantastic. Kendall Fuller, we saw a lot of him uh, making plays out there. And uh, it was just all around 
the defense. I mean, obviously you give up 16 points in the NFL and you 10 of them. them sure. Yeah. <laughs> 10 of those are on the offense. Not yeah. you. You didn't give them up. So just fantastic performance by all of them on the defense. Let's switch back to the offensive side of the ball there. Right. It was much ado about uh, Marty Mayhew, the GM of Washington and Ron Rivera uh, echoing the statement. Yeah. It, they were a run team. And they're going to run the ball two to one. Uh, How did that play play out this uh, first game of the season? Well, the first half, they threw the ball 24 times. Sam Howell threw the ball 24 times. That's not the number of dropbacks he had because he had some uh, plays where he ran the ball out Mm -hmm. of the pocket or a couple of sacks that he took uh, as well. So he probably dropped back close to 30 times in the first half. So it was 24 times where he threw it in the first half and 10 rushes. Well, he ended up with 31 pass attempts. So that means he only had seven attempts in the second half, and they ended up with 28 rushes, which means they had 18. So they did in the second half, they did two to one, almost three to one in the second half. And that seemed to be the the formula to get them into this game and to wear down that Cardinals team. They started running the freaking ball and started controlling the clock and then Sam would go back once in a while and get sacked, and then they would run the ball again. So first half, it seemed like it was Scott Turner's offense. Second half, it seemed a little bit better uh, balanced that they were running the ball a little bit more. Well, uh, there were three turnovers for the Mm. offense today, so not a great start to the season for them. Mm. Two of those were on Sam Howell. The other one was Antonio Gibson. This was a problem we saw in his second year in the league where he had six fumbles, all lost. A lot of the Washington fan base very, very frustrated with him, Mm. not giving him any benefit of the doubt last year, even though he didn't lose any fumbles. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you think about his start to the season and – a bit of a difference here, Stoner. Normally, when he fumbled that second year, mm-hmm. he was benched for a quarter or even a half, the rest yeah. of the half. This time, Eric Bieniemy going right back to Antonio Gibson, who had a pretty good screenplay there late in the game. He did. Uh, he did get back to him, and he was out there for a few more plays, but he only rushed the ball for a total of three times. So, And I don't think in the second half he rushed the ball at all. Maybe he rushed it one times, but mm-hmm. he did have the the one reception for the 10 yards uh, in that second half on that screenplay. Look, you can take the, the good with the bad when you get him the ball in space. You see what he can do. He should have had that first down. They marked him short on that yeah. play, and Ron challenged it, rightfully so, and didn't win the challenge. Even Dean Blandino came on and said, <laughs> I don't know why they didn't win that challenge. They should have, uh, but he's kind of getting phased out of this offense a little bit. We, I, I hate to say it, Brian Robinson is getting all the carries. Brian Robinson had 19 carries. Gibby had three. Yeah, he's, even Chris Rodriguez was getting there in the the carries. I think Chris Rodriguez Curtis had Samuel. Three. Yeah, Curtis Samuel had a carry to boot, mm-hmm. and you're kind of seeing the the thing is is you kind of have. Curtis Samuel in Antonio Gibson kind of in that Joker role. Yeah. And Curtis Samuel's a much more polished wide receiver than Antonio Gibson. And the rushing ability is it, it leans towards Antonio Gibson, but probably not as much as the wide receiver it leans to Curtis Samuel. The wide receivers, since we're talking about them, Stoner, real quick mm-hmm. here. 
obviously they're not going to shine when their quarterback is having a bit of a rough day, which sure. Sam Howell did have a rough day. No doubt about it. I, we get that Washington gets the W. I am still in Sam Howell's corner. I don't know about you, Stoner, but I at least I am. The wide receivers, kind of a quiet day as well. Did they perform as you expected, though? Were they at least getting themselves open? I think so. You didn't see any drops by the receivers, Logan Thomas uh, aside. He had a couple in the first half that were just daggers. Uh, But look, Curtis Samuel had five for 54. Jahan had five for 40. Terry only had two for 31, but he's, you know, a little bit banged up. Mm-hmm. One of them, though, uh, on that long pass play in the first half, would he would have caught that. It was a great throw, but he was interfered with. And then another one, he was wide open that Howell threw behind him. And that would have been a big play as well. But, but if you look at those numbers from Jahan Dotson, 5 for 40, you think, well, that's not great. Well, 5 for 40 is going to get you 85 catches in a season and 800 and some odd yards if you continue to do 5 for 40. Now you need games with more than that. You need some explosion and all that. But five for 40 is not terrible. As they continue to grow and Sam continues to learn, we'll see if those numbers start going up. Well, Washington did win against the Cardinals. The Cardinals not predicted to be a good team this year, and the commanders barely squeaking by. They go to mile high to face the Denver Broncos mm. next week. Any early predictions there, Stoner? Well, I got to wait and see how Denver plays this week uh, to before I start making any uh, early predictions. But it's never easy to go out there and play them. And with Sean Payton as the head coach out there and Russell Wilson, don't, don't overlook Russell Wilson. He's not watched. So it's not going to be easy. I promise you that, especially after what we just saw here against Arizona. Yeah, and then Buffalo and Philadelphia right after that. Washington's got some tough sledding ahead, and we have all of that great content coming to you here on Ref the District. So make sure that wherever you listen to your audio podcast that you're subbed up there or come out to our YouTube channel and like this video, subscribe to the channel, and until next time. A dub is a dub, Nathan. Be a fan.